It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans, and welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Wizards on YouTube and hit the notification bell. We just hit 200 subscribers on YouTube. This is your host, The Real Ed Oliver. You can follow me on Twitter at E-D-T-O-O-F-L-A-T-T. Diolante, my co-host, will not be here tonight, but he definitely will be here for tomorrow's episode. He missed a good game, and he made a great bold prediction uh, last night. Uh, We're having fun with the bold predictions segment at the end uh, in preview videos. Uh, Diolante finally got got one right. I I haven't got one right yet. I predicted Daniel Gafford to get four blocks, but um, before we – Talk about his bold prediction and what we're going to do each post game. We're going to do uh, what I liked or what we liked when he does come back and what we didn't like. And um, just a breakdown of each player. I want to go over some rotations, some lineups that I like tonight, um, some things that I saw that I liked, some things that I didn't like. And just a general recap of the game. Um, so we'll get into that. And I just want to thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platform so um <clears throat> d's prediction was that kyle kuzma would shoot 50 percent from the field and what was it 50 percent from the field and i want to say score 15 points and he did both of those things so he, he hit the nail on the head he, he was a smart man that was a good bet it was 15 points and 50 percent from the three-point line i loved i loved what kyle kuzma did tonight he shot the ball with confidence he didn't hesitate. The first two games, he looked kind of out of place, looked kind of awkward on the floor. I talked about both fast breaks where he went one on three, where he turned his ankle on one and started tying his shoe on the floor and double dribble before he even went to the basket. And it was a terrible layup attempt. Uh, and then one was a charge. Tonight, he was more decisive. Uh, he looked like he knew where he wanted to go with the basketball. And he didn't think too much, did not think too much. He, he uh, let, me, let me pull up the numbers here real quick, too. Kyle Kuzma, I want, he definitely hit at least five threes. And I love that Wes Unsell Jr. was calling plays. You can see guys setting a staggered screen, setting screens to get guys open, ball movement. There was one play, I think Brad was on the floor, Kuz was on the floor, Denwe was on, on the floor. It was a mixed lineup. Gaffer was on the floor as well. And they just kept moving the ball, moving the ball, KCP moving the ball, moving the ball, extra pass, extra pass here, extra pass there. The ball went to Kyle Kuzma, pump fake, or KCP pump fake dribble. Pass to Kuzma. Kuzma knocks down a wide open three. That's what you love to see. That's some of the stuff that we did not see a lot last year. Ball movement around the perimeter. We had more shooters around KCP. Shot the ball well from the three-point line. I want to get to him. He's another guy that I liked uh, tonight playing playing for the Washington Wizards. And then I will get to some things that I didn't like. Sam Decker had a, a revenge game. This man is Sam Decker. And the other guy, I, I, what is his name? Let me, let me find this guy's name. Flynn. Flynn went crazy. They were like the Splash Brothers tonight. But I'm I'm, I'm gonna talk about the stuff. I'm gonna talk about the stuff that I that I liked first 
before we get to the bad, the good, bad, and ugly. But that was just inexcusable. I mean, we really should have won this game, but the fact that Sam Decker went in and just went bonkers from the three-point line and the guy Flynn went bonkers, and he was getting to the basket too whenever he felt like doing it. But I got to give I got to give props to Kyle Kuzma. And if you listen to the halftime interview with Chris Miller, he said that the progression, the progression, it could take ten games, it could take five games, it could take twenty games. We don't want it to take that long because, you know, the trade trade deadline will be approaching. I want to say after forty games, um, after the All Star game, and of course that's a huge decision on Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill is one of the things that I I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know, his shooting is is what I didn't like. I did like his effort. Uh, rebounding the ball and, and distributing the basketball, but Bradley Bill was he was pretty bad shooting the ball tonight. That's something that we just don't really see. Um, I don't see him having another bad shooting night like that ever again. I mean, he missed some wide open shots, and then he was just kind of sloppy with the basketball tonight too. Brad had a couple turnovers. He, he dropped some passes here too. It was just a rough night for Bradley Bill, but I do like that he was doing other things. He was hustling on defense. He was rebounding the ball, assists. He was trying to contribute in different ways. He knew his shot was off. And the great thing about that, too, that I like is that if Bradley Bill has an off night, we have other guys that can pick him up. Where last year it was kind of like Brad and Russ, Brad and Russ, and then who else is going to step up? You know, it might be a Robin Lopez hook shot here and there, Rui here and there. But we have other guys, Kyle Kuzma, if he can shoot the lights out like that, KCP can step up and shoot the ball, Dinwiddie stepping up, Gafford just rim running, pick and roll monsters. Harold was a beast again tonight. I love what I see from Montrose Hero, I love the dunk that he had. Uh, he dunked on um, some guy for the Raptors. I can't really remember his name. It was uh, Gillespie. He dunked. He dunked on. I love that dunk. That was a beautiful dunk by Montrez. Junkyard dog mentality. I love that. Um, but yeah, Bradley Bill. He he struggled tonight. Um, let's let's get to the numbers for Kyle Kuzma. He was eight for twelve from the field. He hit six threes. <laughs> six threes. Six for eight from the three point line. I thought he only hit five, but he went six for eight. Twenty four points. Almost had the double double. Almost had the dub dub. 24 points and seven boards. Daniel Gafford, I love Daniel Gafford. He's on the list of things that I like tonight. 14 points, 17 rebounds. Last game, he had only one rebound against the Knicks. That cannot happen. That is inexcusable. And I let him off the hook against the Knicks for things that I did not like. I should not ha- I should have put that on there, that he only had one rebound. That's inexcusable. If Daniel Gafford plays, Daniel Gafford played 27 minutes tonight. I love that, too. 27 minutes. Now, he did. He had a shack in a full moment where he got blocked. And then Gafford got the ball on the on the ground, and then he tried to shoot it. I want to say Blake Griffin did something. Stephen Adams did something like that, too, a couple of years ago. They both were on Shaq and the Fool, so I'm pretty sure we're going to see Daniel Gafford on Shaq and the Fool. But I still I'm, – I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a part of the Daniel Gafford fan club, the stand club of Daniel Gafford. But that you, you can't do stuff like that. That was hilarious. But other than that, I love what Daniel Gafford did tonight. 14 points, 17 rebounds. Let me see how many blocks that he had. He only had one block. It's okay. He was a he was a plus fifteen for plus minus. Kyle Kuzma was a plus two for whatever's worth. I know some people don't really care about plus minus. Bradley Bill was a plus twelve on, on, for his plus minus. So he didn't shoot the ball well. But like I said, he was a key contributor. He was one for eleven from the field, which is putrid uh, percentage wise. One for six from the three point line. Four for four from the free throw line. Six assists and five boards. He was awful shooting the basketball tonight. But like I said, I love that he did other things. If you're gonna not be making shots, that's the thing with Bertans. Bertans can't do other things. He's a specialist. He's a shooter. So if he's not scoring, then he doesn't really provide much. But let's get to more things that I did like. There's some more things that I did like. And then I really want to get to things that I did not like tonight. Um, I did like what's on sale with the ball movement. Defensively, we still have some more work to do. 
we'll definitely get into that. But this episode is brought to you by Sweat Block. The fourth quarter kind of did make us sweat a little bit, definitely defensively. Sam Decker and Flynn going crazy in the fourth quarter. Um, but it works up for seven up to seven days per use. Dry shirt guarantee. If Sweat Block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ratio by a firefighter's bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the U.S. Wear what you want to wear is your little secret of confidence. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Featured on the Rachel Ratio and worn by firefighters. Uh, the promo code is locked on for 20% off on sweatblock.com. You can also purchase it at CVS and on Amazon. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You you need indeed. So let me see. Oh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer, how, how, how could I forget about Spencer? Um, all the pickups look good. All the offseason acquisitions look pretty darn good tonight. The three Lakers game, the three Lakers guys played pretty darn well. Spencer shot the three. He had a three in the corner. That that um that wing three is his is his shot right now. He's really been good and efficient at the wing three. The pick and roll, Daniel Gafford. Just do it every time. I love it. Um, his ball movement. He did get a technical foul, and I one another thing I didn't like was the 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 foul call on KCP. I get it, I understand it. I know the refs are trying to change the rules this year, which I do respect it because you know Trey Young got a lot of crazy fouls. Just James Harden, all those guys getting those those tiki Steph Curry getting those tiki tack fouls because they're the ones that are creating the contact. They're flailing their heads and flailing their legs out and stuff like that just to create contact to get fouls. So. Kind of didn't like that one. I didn't feel like KCP was trying to put his leg out, but it's, it's a debatable call. So I, I get why the ref blew the whistle on that one and called off as a foul. That was on the list that I did not like. Spencer Dinwiddie, I did like once again. I thought both preseason games he's played well. Actually, all three preseason games he's played well. Um, the Raptors have played five preseason games. This is their fifth one tonight, and they had a back-to-back. Now, I, I will consider... Fred Van Vliet did not play. OG Ananobi did not play. Pascal has been is out until I want to say around Thanksgiving. So when we do play them again on the 20th, which is what eight days away now, our first game of the season, Pascal will not be available. Chris Boucher might not be available as well. He's a key contributor for for the Toronto Raptors as well. So just keep that news and notes to be aware of game one. Rui, we'll see if he'll be available. He might be out because of him coming back um, you know, a little late. Um, but yeah, Spencer, let's go over Spencer's numbers, 10 points, seven assists, one steal. Uh, how many turnovers? No turnovers. Wow. That's a great game for Spencer Dinwiddie. Seven assists and no turnovers. That's big time. It's big time. 10 points, seven assists, three for four from the free throw line, one for three from the three point line, three for nine from the field, from the field. Not great shooting wise, but solid. I thought he got the job done. I thought he was able to get other guys involved. Seven, 10 points and seven assists. If he would have played, he played 25 minutes. So let's say he would have played 35. Probably would have got a double double. Probably would have got ten points and ten assists. So I like what I saw from um, from Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, let's go over KCP's numbers really quick here. Five for eight from the three. So both Lakers hit five threes or more. It's really solid shooting that we're looking for from those from those guys. Five for eight from the three uh, with KCP. Fifteen points was a plus nine in the plus minus category. 
three turnovers, two blocks from KCP. So that's solid. He is a three and D guy, three rebounds and two assists. So uh, he did other things other than just score the basketball as well. So I love what I saw from him. Um, Davies, we'll talk about some individual performances here, and then I'll get to what I did not like. Davies, uh, three for seven from the field, all three-pointers, nine points. So four rebounds, five rebounds from Davies. He is 6'10". So he, he does, he's, he's a, he's a low-key good rebounder. I think that's a sneaky part of his game that he is a solid rebounder. He's not going to get a double-double or anything like that, but he's a, and he better be, he is 6'10". So, um, but defensively he was a turnstile. He was a turntable at times. Um, some guys were able to get by him. He actually let um, Champagne, um, I want to say Champagne went to Pittsburgh last year and I had a huge game against Duke. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, uh, Champagne for the Raptors, he kept backdooring Davies in the first in the in the first half. I remember that. Um, so you know, Davies has to pick it up defensively. Uh, Montrose Harrell, 17 points tonight. Didn't rebound the ball much. Had two boards and uh, two blocks tonight. He was a minus 20 in the in the plus minus category. But I thought Montrose Harrell played well. Great energy, seven for nine from the, from the field. And uh, three for three from the free throw line. So he made all his free throws. He did have a nice – Davies Bertans did have a nice lob pass to Montrose Harrell. So I like that ball movement there and that connection there. Those guys are going to be playing a lot together off the bench. So you got to see the chemistry there. Uh, Montrose Harrell just finishing around the rim. He did miss a layup in the beginning that Bradley Bill passed to him. He just – he tried to do an alley-oop layup, and then he he dropped the alley-oop pass from – I want to say it was from Dinwiddie in the first half, and then he got it back. Then he got fouled. So, but his his energy is contagious. His energy is infectious. And then he did the dunk in the first half, where Kyle Kuzma threw a beautiful outlet pass to Montrez Hero. Hero gathers himself and just goes up and then just dunks and he swings on the rim. Borderline technical foul, but it is what it is. I love the energy from Montrez Hero. Um, who else did I like tonight? Uh, Denny. I, I like some of the things that I saw from Denny. I like some of the things I saw. He did hit a three. He had a step back three, and then he airballed a three. Um, he also uh, had a beautiful pass. I like seeing him post up. That was something interesting that I saw. He did not do much of that last year, but he's a six nine point forward, you know. So if he can post up and get a smaller guy on his back, I want to say it was Goran Dragic who he was posting up. If he can get a smaller guy on his back, maybe he can, you know, use a turnaround jumper or a turnaround hook shot on a guy who's six feet tall, like a Goran Dragic, but he backed Dragic down and then he kicked it out to KCP for the wide open three. So um, if guys come down and collapse on Denny, he can kick it out to KCP. He can kick it out to Kuzma. He can kick it out to Bradley Bill, Davies, um, shooters all around the board, Raul Neto, Aaron Holiday, whoever, you know, all those guys can shoot the three. They're capable to shoot threes, Corey Kispert as well. So I want to see more of Denny in the post. Um, Like I said, six boards tonight was solid from him. Uh, how many points did he have? He had six points, uh, two steals, and uh, I wrote some more notes on Denny. Uh, Denny lost. He did lose his man for an offensive rebound, so that's one of the things I did not like from Denny. So I'm not going to let him off the hook with that. So that's that's all the notes that I had um, from Denny Avdia tonight. Um, but the three-point – what I did like was the three-point shooting overall. Um, last game against the Knicks, we were just off of him the three-point line, five for 21. And then tonight we were – well, we were from the three-point line, 17 for 43 from the three-point line. So we shot 39%, but we did allow the uh, Raptors to shoot 15 for 35 from the three-point line, 42%. So three-point defense is a problem right now. It's a problem. It's been a pro- it was a problem last year. It's still a problem right now, and it's, it's a work in progress. Wes Unso Jr. is definitely going to you know let them know that. 
and they're going to go over it in the film session tomorrow. But three-point defense is a problem right now. Everybody comes into Capital One Arena, and they've been shooting the lights out. Like, they, like this is a home game for them. The guys are coming in and just shooting the lights out, shooting shooting threes from the park a lot and knocking them down with ease right now. Um, all right, so let's – Aaron Holiday didn't get in the game until late. He had four points, four assists, four rebounds. He was, he was a little out of control at times. He had a turnover. Then he got blocked. Um, then he missed a, a couple of jumpers down the stretch. Then he hit a, f- a couple of shots down the stretch as well, had four points and uh, four rebounds, no assist tonight. But um, let's let's get to what I what I didn't like, and then I'll talk about a little bit. I'll talk a little bit more about some of the rotations that I liked that were that were pretty intriguing uh, tonight. You know, I thought West tried some different lineups out there. But uh, before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Been telling you guys, man, the cookies and cream one is really good. The mint brownie one is really good. Try putting it in the microwave. Try putting it in the freezer. Um, it just gives it a little zing. It gives it a little taste. Um, but check out coconut, cherry, barcia. Those are the flavors. Raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy, too. Check out the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. Track and Field team. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use, your, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Um, one thing I didn't like tonight is uh, Corey Kisper's defense. Now he is learning. He's still a rookie. And that's one of the question marks about Corey Kispert coming in to the NBA is how is he how he's going to defend other wings, other guards. Um, and Michael Flynn, he was able to get by Corey Kispert a, a few times um, down a stretch. He had an and one that uh, I want to say made the Raptors lead to like uh, two scores, two possessions. Um, so Corey Kispert's got to clean that up. He has to jump on his three pointer as well. He was 0 for 5 from the three point line. So he was 0 for. Um, and you saw that in the summer league too, whenever he was missing threes, a lot of the times he was missing the three pointer short. Um, it could be him getting used to the NBA three. He was in, he was hitting NBA range threes in college. When you watch his tape and his film, um, you know, him, 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 him <clears throat> excuse me, him hitting nine threes against UVA. A lot of the threes he did shoot in that game were way beyond the arc. So he just has to improve. I do think, that Corey Kispert will be spending some time in the G League, and that's not a bad thing. 
Um, maybe it's better for him to start. I don't see him starting on this team, but out of all the three preseason games, he his best game was when he started. And when he got comfortable, he had more playing time. Him coming in cold is just not working for him in the two the last two games that I saw. So yeah, he was 0 for five in this game. I want to see. Let me let me look how he did against the Knicks as well. But Corey Kisper was not a bright spot tonight. And there's a learning curve, there's a rookie curve. Um, yeah, he was one, he was 0 for three. So in the last two games, he's 0 for nine from the three-point line. And one for six. One for six on the field. So he he's he's one for uh he was one for six on the field against the Knicks. And uh no, look, let me look this up. He was one for six. Kispert was one for seven tonight. So one for six against the net Knicks, one for seven tonight against the uh, Toronto Raptors. So he was he's two for 13. It's pretty darn bad. And he's a rookie, four fouls tonight. So he had more fouls than points, uh, kind of like a, a Davies Bertans type game in, in the playoffs. He's got to do better than that. Man, I like Kispert. I like the pick. I did like the pick. I like the pick because I like I like what I saw from him in college. I thought he could shoot the three, and I thought he can do more than just shoot threes. A lot of people comparing to Doug McDermott, Kyle Korver, JJ Redick, uh, Mike Miller from Memphis, guys like that. And I think he's capable of doing more. I see more Wally Zerbiak in Corey Kispert, um, somebody who was able to do more. And I know there's, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie said it in his press presser. You know the the stereotype of uh, just shooters. And I think Corey Kispert is, is more athletic than the typical just three-point uh, three specialist, you know. Um, so I, I am expecting better play from Corey Kispert. I want to see him improve. I hope the I hope the younger I hope the young guys do get a little bit more playing time in the last uh, preseason game. Let me let me look at how many more preseason games we have left as well. We only have one more preseason game left, and that's on Friday against the Knicks at 7:30. So we that's a game where we should be upset. We should be upset when the Knicks when we play the Knicks in New York. We need to come out there, you know, hair on fire, defending the three-point line because these guys hit 24 threes. If it was a regular season game, they would have hit a record, a franchise record of 24 threes. That's how bad we were defending the three. And they did hit some crazy shots, but at the same time, they hit some open shots. The Knicks hit open shots in that game. There were some wide-open threes that we allowed. There were some wide-open threes that we allowed tonight as well. So three-point shooting, three-point defense has to improve, man. It's got to be better. Allowing Sam Decker, the former Wizard, to come in here and hit – how many threes did this man hit? I mean, he went. He was. He was. He was in his own tonight. He really was. Sam Decker hit uh, four threes. I feel like it was more than that. He went seven for ten from the th- from the field. Eighteen points, in sixteen minutes. He he had eighteen points in sixteen minutes. That's inexcusable. The guy Flynn, uh, yeah, Flynn. He, he had twenty two points in twenty six minutes. Six for fifteen from the field. Three for nine from the field. Inexcusable. You can let you cannot let stuff like that happen. Now let's let's get to the lineups. Once again, I got I to gotta give West Huntsville some credit for the for some of the um, play calling tonight and some of the lineups as well. I thought he did a good job with that. Offensively, we look fine, but defensively, we're struggling, and that is a concern. It is preseason. Like Kuzma said, it's going to take some time for guys to uh, get used to each other and chemistry and vocal and talk and helping each other out on defense, communicating and whatnot. So it, it, it's, it's going to be a process. Rome's not building a day, so we'll see. Um, so the lineup that – I liked, um, which was interesting, was uh, Denny, Corey Kispert, Brad, Bradley, Bradley Bill. <laughs> I don't know why I said his name like that. 
Mantra's Hero and uh, Davi's Bertans, the Latvian Laser. Um, Mantra's Hero got the ball at the top of the key, and Mantra's Hero easily got to the basket. Easily got to the basket because all those guys could shoot, and Mantra's Hero in that high post is lethal because he's a guy that can get the he can he can put the ball on the floor. He's a six seven undersized big, but he makes up for that because he's so skilled. There was a player on Monsters Hero also had a nice up and under. It felt like he did like three or four pump fakes up and unders in the, in the post, shoots the hook shot, and he switches the hook shot. So Monsters Hero, he just shows how skilled he is, how talented he is. And I really think he can be a candidate for uh, six men of the year. I mean, he had 18 points against the Knicks, and then he had a great game again tonight with 17 points tonight. Yeah, 17 points tonight. I do want to see him rebound the ball more, so that's something I didn't like. Two rebounds. I'm expecting more rebounds from Montrez. I want to see more boards from Trez. He did take a charge tonight as well. Um, so those are the things that I love from him. Uh, Aaron Holiday, like I said, he didn't get until late. Halo Neto didn't shoot the ball well tonight. 0 for 3, 0 points, 4 assists tonight for Halo Neto. Um, Anthony Gill got in the game. He missed some shots. Isak Bonga. Did I bring up Isak Bonga? His, his revenge game or him coming back tonight. I thought he played pretty well at some points. Uh, Isak had three points and uh, four fouls, so he didn't play that great. But uh, Gafford had a nasty block on um, Isak Bonga. So let me get back to the lineups here, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, another lineup that I saw that was interesting was Howell Neto, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Kuzma, Bertans, and Marshall's Harrell. And uh, another lineup that I saw out there was Bradley Bill, Corey Kispert, Denny, KCP, and Daniel Gafford. Um, so you look at that lineup, it looked like Denny was running the point guard. So that was the most intriguing part. I, I want to say that was the lineup where he passed the uh, – he posted up and then passed the uh, ball to KCP where KCP hit, hit the three-pointer. So I like that lineup as well. So those are some interesting lineups. And then, of course, the starters were, were Spencer, uh, Brad, KCP, Kuz at the four, and then uh, Gafford at the five. So if Kuz can be consistent – and I want to see him put the ball on the floor and get to the basket, too, rather than just him being a spot-up shooter. But if that's working, it's working, you know, because the majority of his shots were three. So I do want to see him be to be able to create a little bit and, and get to the basket and finish strong. Some of his takes to the basket, he's, like, not shying away from contact, but he's not looking for contact. Now, Corey Kispert did have a nice take where he did finish through contact, so I do want to give Corey Kispert some credit for that because he, he did have a rough night. You know, he, he, had a, he played like a rookie tonight, which is fine. Got to get your bumps and lumps and bruises out there. I do want to see Cassius Winston play. I brought that up last episode with, with, with Deontay. I want to see uh, I want to see uh, Cassius Winston finally play some basketball. Can we finally see this guy play? Um, news and notes: Kyrie Walker is going. To, he did sign on with the G League affiliate, the Capital City Go Go. So he will be playing with the Capital City Go Go. He's a guy that um, for he did not play his senior year in high school. And he did not play um, what what could have been his freshman year of college. This guy kind of he sat out two years, went a different route, decided to train at this uh, school. I want to say it was like BX Chameleon or something like that. Was a top fifty recruit at one time in his high school career. So after that, he just kind of his his ranking he fell out of the top one hundred. So he has an int intriguing story, and he's signing on with the G League affiliate. So I will be trying to follow his career in the G League. Hopefully, he can get called up to the to the actual roster. Um, so we'll see what about that. Players of the game tonight was for me is Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gafford played his butt off, and uh, I want to say KCP played really well too tonight. 
honestly, Alden and Marshall's hero. So those are the four guys that really stood out to me and played and played well tonight. So, um, but like I said, the guys that I liked was Kuz, Gaff, uh, Dinwiddie, KCP, and uh, Marshall's hero. Those are the guys that I liked. And what I did not like was the three point shooting that we allowed from Sam Deckard and, and Ben Flynn. That's unacceptable. It's the second game in a row that we've given up a lot of threes, and, and the teams have been able to shoot over 40% from the three-point line. So it's un- unacceptable. So we got to work on. So, guys, please comment down below what you liked and what you did not like in this game. Um, anything you guys want to say, I'm reading all the comments. D's reading all the comments. I'm trying to respond to all the comments down below on YouTube as well, trying to interact with you guys as much as possible. Make sure you guys follow Locked on Wizards. Make sure you guys hit the notification bell. And then also when I do post, when we do post the YouTube videos, there's it, it comes in a premiere mode. So it's like live on YouTube. And I try to chat back and forth with you guys while it's um, streaming. So make sure you guys tap in and lock into that. No pun intended. And uh, make sure you guys subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you guys can get a podcast. So all right, you guys, hell to the Wizards. Um, can't wait till we play again on Friday, but we will be making a video on tomorrow tomorrow and uh for friday as well rhs hail to the wizards peace hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today